Welcome to Stock Odds, Odds and, and Podcast. This is the Dave and Rob show on Saturday night. Good evening, Rob. Good evening, Dave. Super Dave. The Rob and Dave show. I like it. We need capes. I know, but I still I still think we got to get more supercharged like uh, Russell Brand. That's for sure. I anyway. Acting like <laughs> <laughs> No, I do too. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we're doing this because it does stretch us. And I've had a lot of uh, good comments from uh, people that have followed and listened that uh, they appreciate this on, you know, Saturday. And so uh, we're actually doing it Friday here uh, ahead of Saturday, but uh, they're going to listen to it on Saturday or Sunday. But it's nice to get it out before um, Sunday night late. And uh, the only thing we're missing is, you know, the futures uh, trading, but uh, they can look it up for themselves. Right. Yep. All right, so let's uh, get through this here and see what we've got. So Friday's uh, performance up here at the, the top, energy again, uh, you know, coming out uh, before the weekend, they're doing really well. Um, even though we had, a, you know, I think a, a build uh, in oil reserves um, for the week, but um, the week before there was a draw. Um, but the prices are, you know, keep going. And I, I think you notice they're going up at the pump again too, right? So yeah. uh, your gas prices are increasing. Um, so uh, down at the bottom, we're what we really have in the risk off list for the day. So communications, consumer cyclical and technology, those three sectors are our risk off sectors. And the three that are, or, sorry, they're these are the short side of, of risk off and the, and the long side of risk off is the defense of the industrials and the healthcare. So we haven't really been putting into the mix energy, real estate and financials or basic materials, but we could, we reserve that right to, to switch it up if we, we want to. Um, but typically just to reinforce again, for a risk on list, we would be long these three down here and uh, short the other ones that I mentioned. And a risk off list, we would be short these ones down here and long those other ones. Now for the week, energy was on top at 2.61%, healthcare 2.27. Utilities finally bouncing back a little bit after such a pathetic year so far and uh, last week was bad for utilities. Consumer defensive also climbing a little bit because the market pulled back this week. Um, and then down at the bottom, the technology and consumer cyclical. So a lot of the technology big names have uh, been underwater a little bit. So let's roll to the 15 minute chart for the week so we can see what happened. So this was the fourth was Friday. You can see that uh, gap up, pulled back to test you know, previous close, then rallied and then sold off to close on the low. So we had an expanded trading range session, big move late day. And then Monday we come in and it's kind of rebounding from that discount. And it, you know, it manages to stay without filling the gap and kind of claw its way up. So, you know, people were probably pretty enthusiastic that we were back on track for a rally, but then we come in on the eighth and they sell it down and kind of recovers a bit and they sell it again on the ninth and that stays down then uh we had like you know we had cpi numbers ppi numbers and stuff and we we end up popping up and then the sellers came in and took it all the way down again and then friday we had a smaller trading range session but it just couldn't uh 
couldn't really build on um, you know what what we lost on Thursday there. So it did end up down for the week. You can see this line here is where we opened on Monday and we closed lower for the week. So that was a bit bit choppy, some reversals in there. And this is one thing you have to watch for in August. It's highly algorithmic traded. There's not a lot of institutional commitment. There still is your day-to-day -day economic you know, announcements. You have earnings. So there were some drivers of, of, of earnings this week as well. And um, you have lighter volume uh, across the board, you know, a lot of holiday uh, taking and things like that. So uh, liquidity is less and a lot of chop as well as reversals uh, are, are possible like this. Volatility did peak up a little bit from the week before, um, but still, we're still lower in, in volatility overall. This is the ETF's performance uh, for the week. So you can see how did the diamonds do? Now, diamonds, again, price weighted index, uh, you know, only 30 companies. So, you know, more defensive, more, you know, this is blue chips. So they, they held up for the week as they have done so far for the month. And um, IWM, you know, small caps performing the worst for the week. Q's again, mega caps, technology. So this is kind of growth and technology uh, implications here. Whereas the SPY, um, you know, has financials in it, has other, you know, uh, sectors that uh, are not as concentrated into the um, technology space still has those magnificent seven you know um involved but but overall there's enough to kind of buffer it a bit so did not perform as bad and you can see um you know that the energy component might have helped you know, the spy as well um and and healthcare um, probably also played into it so that's what we saw for the week here and here's the map of the market for the week and just want to point out, you know, NVIDIA has been a AI darling uh, this year, but uh, recently it's been kind of faltering a bit. And they have, we have seen some profit taking, if not some shorting as well, potentially, but uh, definitely profit taking. And semiconductors had a, a bit of a rougher week. So um, discretionary Tesla also coming off, you know, having a really phenomenal rally this year, but uh, starting to falter a little bit. Google's still been hanging in there okay. And um, Meta has had a, had a pretty good run in, you know, in June and July, and that's starting to fade a bit. Apple's been, been performing poorly with uh, earnings and everything else. There is, uh, when you go to FinViz, there is one, map of the market that you can select that's basically how did they perform the last time they had earnings and so you can see looking at that the you know massive moves and also the, the interesting things like i'll give you an example um raytheon here uh performing extremely poorly on earnings where boeing performed really well on earnings so it's interesting to see the kind of haves and have nots within the same sectors and related, you know, kind of peer stocks. Um, so it's an interesting map to look at if you want to take a look at it you're on your own. Um, so, and then look over at our energy group there. You can see Exxon up 4% for the week, Chevron 
3%. And then look at Lilly, and that was largely an earnings impact as well, up 17.53% for the week. So just um, significant uh, moves in some of these stocks here. Lilly is that weight loss kind of surge, all these weight loss. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's the new AI for, for the week. <laughs> the new AI, weight loss. Ozempic and Wigovi and all those. Yeah. Well, we, we also had, we had some interesting moves in financials recently, too, because we had, you know, we had uh, Moody's come, come out and kind of downgrade some of the smaller banks and then put on watch some of the larger ones. So, um, and that was, you know, a week or so after what the Fitch downgrade on the government debt. So financials a little bit under uh, pressure. Um, now we move into mid-month seasonality. So mid-month seasonality is the 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th business day of the month. And you can kind of take any section of those 9 through 14 days. Uh, we tend to wait a little bit more the front end of that, like the 9th, 10th, and 11th business day of, of the month. So the ninth business day, I'm just going to check that. That would have been on Friday. Let me just make sure. Yeah, so the ninth was Friday. Um, so that was the beginning of it. But then right away, you're into a weekend. So the, the bigger effect probably will come for mid-month payroll deposits, 401k money, which is kind of the fundamental driver behind it, um, would be next month here or next week from uh, the 14th through the 18th. Uh, and the 18th, of course, is expiration. So um, we'll look at that as well. But so what do we see here? This is the ETFs. Any thoughts that you have, that, things that pop out at you, Dave? Yeah, the clear themes for mid-month August is uh, short things like oil and uh, biotech and healthcare and high beta stuff like in the ARC funds. And then longer, some of the safe stuff, utilities, staples, real estate. So those are the two themes playing against each other. Uh, for the well, yeah, I mean, with hurricane season, often oil does better between August and November. Um, that being said, we already in July started a, a fairly aggressive rally in, in the price of oil and XLE and, and some of the other ETFs following that. So we've kind of had this, you know, pre-hurricane rally. And even though it the backdrop might still be more um, more upside potential in this space. Um, going into mid-month, I would kind of lean on that just because that's generally what we look for is the divergence between what has been in terms of performance and what the seasonality window suggests on a probability basis. So it's saying, hey, XLE, XOP, you know, even EW Zebra, you have ex Brazil as exposure to uh, Petrobras and things like that. Um, this, um, in gosh, of course, leveraged uh, ETF, right? Uh, these uh, perform poorly in this mid-month seasonality of August. I wouldn't take that trade short if we were already way down in, at a discount. But if we're up at a premium, that's very attractive. So you could still do it with if-then statements, um, or you might, you know, take it out of the gate on Monday and just uh, and trust the seasonality. It's your it's your call on that. But also regional banks, KRE shows up there, and uh, they've been a little bit uh, rocky and kind of choppy, volatile lately, just because of 
some some more concerns brewing. And and the other thing is, last week we did have a little bit of, you know, inflation sort of possible. Maybe the Fed will have to raise interest rates again. So there was a little bit of those kind of questions that came out. A little bit of slowing slowing in in uh, like business spending, things like that. So. Um, it seems that the the climate has changed from super optimistic, nothing can go wrong, to yeah, there's a bit more risk. Let's take some profit. Let's be a little bit more cautious. We're also in August, so there's not a lot of commitment. You know, they're going to wait till pretty, pretty much mid September before you know there's there's more commitment from institutions. So um, yeah, I, I would uh, I would look at that. Now utilities have been discounted. They did okay last week, but but again, very, they're still very discounted. So uh, you know what this is kind of saying is, hey, long consumer staples, long utilities, long gold, um, you know, short oil, you know, short some technology, some biotech semiconductors you know that's that's kind of what the theme is here and the setup is aligned on a premium discount basis kind of like that so it's interesting okay so those are the etfs let's look at the individual stocks here for mid-month and see if anything jumps out at you what do you see Dave? they kind of verify the same thing because um in oil there's things like fang chevron volley marathon i mean halliburton it's all oil stocks or oil drillers and well and that's what you want then you you want to you want to drill into the etf and the members of the etf and you want to take the symbols that have the greatest probability to perform so that you have the wind at your back with the sector and you have the best choices of stocks within that sector that's what we're after along with that context of how you came into this seasonality window, premium or discount. So we already know in the energy space that we came in with premium for the oils. And we know that Chevron was up last week about 3%, Exxon up over 4%, right? So we already saw that. So th- this is a very uh, interesting seasonality window where, where things are kind of aligning. So I would pay attention to that. On, on the other side, uh, NVIDIA is ex- expected to be a good long, and it's been down the past week, right? So right. 2.04% is the expected for mid-month. So that could be a good long, even though it's been weak recently. <clears throat> yeah, let's uh, let's let's really drill into this, and then you guys can go through these. You know, unfortunately, in the seasonality calendar, we can't export it, so you have to kind of do it longhand and just type them in to a watch list or a screener or whatever. But but go take a look at some of these charts and see what you think. And let, let us know in the comments if you see anything interesting, okay? Um, this is Q's versus SPY. So again, this is sort of this technology versus a little bit more the broader market. But um, for mid-month seasonality, we see them kind of aligned. And for the third Friday of the month, which is on expiration Friday coming up, we see that... Um, the Qs perform a little bit worse than the SPY. So um, mid-month seasonality is not super bullish from the market perspective. And I, and I, honestly, Dave, I, I think I kind of prefer that a little bit too, because then you can, if, if things are kind of benign as far as the market, you can take this 
approach of, of applying capital long and short in the sectors without getting sort of run over by the market. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the way I look at when, when I see this kind of performance here. So um, now for the month overall, Qs normally do a little bit better than the SPY or twice as good as the SPY. So um, here's uh, IWM. Now that looks like uh, growth is kind of off the table. Like the best six six months of the year for the Russell stocks historically have been November through April. And then usually in August, September, and October, they're they're not doing so well. So um, this kind of plays into what I would expect for August. So that means, uh, you know, don't go crazy on your longs on, uh, on your small caps. That was July. Hey, guys, that was July. Mm-hmm. This is in August now. It's a different month, a different context, okay? All right. Third Friday of August. So coming up with expiration Friday, what do we see for ETFs here? Yeah, missing um, gold, um, the ARC kind of funds, financials, and strengthen biotech and regional financials, utilities. So kind of flip-flops, right? It flip-flops a little bit, but you see, so 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. I mean, you're already getting pretty late in the mid-month seasonality. So, you know, like we said, we're probably going to wait, in this case, the 10th and 11th and 12th business day, less weight on the 13th and 14th business day, okay? That means that then Friday is sort of the tail end of it. It's free to reverse if it wants to, which is what you're seeing a little bit here, okay? So XLE is still a short, but uh, an EW Zebra, but um, yeah, the gold is kind of flipped around a little bit. Okay. Well, utilities are still okay, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, regional banks is flip. So, but just remember, you can look at your values down here. You can see that it is leaning to the short side. It is leaning to a weaker day. Let's go to the stocks again. Leaning out of 289 symbols that this is referring to, based on these sliders here, it's saying that it's uh, more uh, of a short uh, candidate. You know more of a short type of a day, a weekday than strong. Um, so I noticed BBBY flipped from this side to this side. So that's interesting. We've got a lot of airlines short as well. American yeah. Airlines, United. Yeah. There's two solar stocks, like Enphase is expected to be a good long and, and SEDG is expected to be a good short. So they're both, this, right. there might be some pair opportunities no. within sectors. Now we had, we had XLE over here for the third Friday, but we have uh, Oxy over here. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, that, that's the thing is that you want better alignment overall. And when it gets, starts to get kind of weird and spaced out, you know, you don't have as much to sink your teeth into. So, okay, um, Junior Miners GDXJ. And what do you see here? I was, I was looking for some outliers, so things that are really stretched out or expected to be. So great underperformance of GDXJ versus the spider. Mm-hmm. That stuck okay. out. Okay. All right. This is Cisco has earnings this week, right? Yeah, there's three major stocks with earnings. There's Cisco, Walmart, and Home Depot. So I wanted to see how those particular stocks were due mid-month and the third Friday. And you can see, again, mid-month, it's great underperformance relative to the spider 
Well, and yeah, I mean, for the whole month, it's uh, it's opposite here, uh-huh. and uh, most of it, the damage is done mid-month seasonality. My, so that's my thinking was if if the earnings come out and it pops up, mm-hmm. it could be a great short. Exactly, based on this. Yeah, could be a great short. Okay, uh, Walmart. Yeah, that's got earnings as well, and uh, if that were to suddenly drop on some kind of earnings report, it's usually expected to be quite strong. So that could be a good long. Right. I mean, if somebody if what day is the earnings on Walmart? Um, you remember? Tuesday, I think Tuesday. So, the, so the thing is, if somebody took it right away from Monday, then you'd be taking the earnings risk, which you don't know. So, what Dave is trying to say is, you could frame this and say, "I'm just going to have it on my watch list," and I know that the mid-month seasonality is supposed to be good. So, if if it put out earnings and it, it suddenly had a huge discount, that could be very attractive. Where it comes back from that and still performs really well for mid-month, especially off that discount. So that's what he's looking at. It's actually earnings on Thursday. Oh, Thursday? Okay. Tuesday is uh, Home Depot. I think Wednesday is Cisco and Thursday is Walmart. Okay. So a little bit longer runway there, but um, but the same rule applies. And that is, you know, yeah. if you, if you, well, you, I mean, in this case, you could, you could say I'd play it for mid-month, but I'll be flat and, and not take a chance on Thursday. Um, and if it was a discount, you know, it might, it might spring back still because it's still in the mid-month seasonality window. But the better, the better opportunities probably are with the ones that come earlier, like Home Depot and Cisco, right? Yeah. So, okay, um, there's Home Depot, and Home Depot is supposed to be positive for the mid-month as well. And you also have on this, uh, you know, chart, you also have the third Friday. Everything's kind of laid out. You just can choose your symbol up here. Can choose U.S. stocks or ETFs and and check you know each one and see everything at a at a glance. So it's really nice. Okay, economic calendar um, got some things out this week. Not not super heavy, but what do yeah, you see here? Yeah, two things. There's a lot of retail kind of news and housing information and some Fed speak. So Tuesday there's U.S. retail sales. Um, there's also a Fed president Kashkari speaking somewhere as well. So that could Move the market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wednesday's housing starts and building permits. So well, and Wednesday's FOMC minutes, which yeah. So those are the minutes of the July meeting, which we already saw the reaction to. Um, but for some reason, even though it's just the minutes, it does tend to move the market um, somewhat, right? Not necessarily always the same way as it did last time, but uh, it it is significant to watch for. So set your clock for the uh, your alarm for. You know, just a few minutes before 2 p.m. on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday's U.S. leading economic indicators. So but the major thing, I think, is the FOMC minutes and then how housing is doing um, for, for the week. And initial jobless claims on Thursday morning, too, could do something. But so, um, yeah, that's what we have. And uh, so, again, we're still in earnings season, although it's going to be a light, lighter than it was last week. Um, we've still got some economic reports, but not nothing over the top. Um, and we're in this mid-month seasonality, which we have information on. But it's also the week that a lot of people take off and go, well, you know, I'm going to, um, you know, get get my holidays in before, you know, kids go back to school and all the other things. So this this is kind of the week that people take off. And the volumes get pretty light. So keep that in mind. Trade trade smart and uh, have a have a great trading week.